Hi everybody, I am Asta and this is the Chatting with Asta series. We are on week four. Today my guest is Aisha, aka Brow Bandit, and I seek to talk to very many different people in my life, use them as an informational and inspirational resource. And if you're enjoying what you're seeing, please thumbs up, comment, subscribe, share the video. And I've got a playlist with all the different videos so that you can keep track. And on that note, welcome to the show, Aisha. Thank you so much for having me, Asta. I feel so honored. Of course. I'm so excited to talk to you. Um, for those of you that don't know, Aisha is my brow artist. And in solidarity, I have been just, just bathing these babies in castor oil. And I haven't really touched them. And I've been missing you so much. I miss you, too. I'm so proud that you're following all my rules, even in quarantine and um, taking care of my brows, because they're mine. <laughs> it's absolutely true, and you've, you've been unbelievable dealing with just the way to adapt to all these circumstances right now. I mean, it, your whole career is based on not just physical intimacy, but you make a, you, you made a good point. You're like a therapist to everybody. You, you check in with people, you create like all of that. How, how have you been dealing with this in your clients, your business? So, um, you know, it's, it's hard not to see people physically, especially like you said, we do everything in person. But what I've been focusing on is a lot of mental health right now behind the screen. So I get text messages, DMs from people just, you know, craving that feeling of like, talking to me and getting their brows done or getting their, you know, services done. And I've just still been providing that emotional support just on a computer screen or on a phone screen. Um, so I've been quite busy. My messages are <laughs> full. <laughs> oh yeah. And it's, I think it's part of the fact that you are like someone who's helping people to radiate from the inside out. Like I had a makeup artist friend on here last week and something she does really well is she knows how to put the makeup on, which I could put, I could put products on my face too. You know, I could, I could attempt to thread too, I suppose, but beauticians you guys work so hard to work from the inside out and understand that people walk out with a transformation you know right so it's not only like you said the action of doing the service it's actually making a connection with people that they don't forget so me being in the industry for 12 years plus I've noticed that people remember me a lot with the process of getting their brows done I provide them with a knowledgeable service hopefully but they also walk away with the memory of this sort of connection that they just suddenly formed with someone that they didn't expect and then that is what drives them to keep coming back and that's how you build a clientele as opposed to customers yeah, and as soon as this um, everything kind of started to shut down and we realized what our restrictions were, I really admired the way that you found to pivot your business because, as you know, myself and many others reached out to you thinking, how do we help? Because clearly loans are not favoring minority or women-owned businesses, and you are a self-starter. You have this beautiful little studio. You do your personalized business, and you started selling products, everything from masks to candles. I mean, talk about that. That's such an incredible pivot. So I'll give you a little bit of a history on how Brow Bandit even started. We were 
only mobile. Um, we were using our car after our nine to five jobs. And when I say we, it's a team of me and my husband. So he was my driver. Um, and we would go to people's apartments or their workplaces and provide services after I had left my mainstream job in beauty doing eyebrows full time, you know, body hair removal full time. Um, so I took a nine to five and I was doing this like six to 9 p.m. every single night. We did that for two and a half years. So we took every single penny we made from that entire journey and we invested it into a small space to come back to the same neighborhood I was always in and give people the comfort of coming back. So we're super conscientious of how we treat our clients and we kind of are very sensitive to the um, sacrifices they've made for us and we want to give back always so we wanted to make sure it was you know it was central to their living situation it was in Soho or near Soho um, and we came back you know we, we did this uh, about two years ago we came back into the neighborhood some form or another but what happened was a lot of people don't know especially my newer clients is that I was working a second job the entire time. So I was very part-time with my hours. And on January 1st, 2020, I took the plunge saying like 2020 sounds so, you know, final and something great's going to come out of this. And January 1st, I quit and I started doing Brow Bandit full-time. So this has been um, only two months of full work, full-time work and this pandemic hits. And March 20th, we shut down. So it's been extremely difficult emotionally, I think, because I reached such a, you know, it was a bumpy ride to get to what I considered this huge, you know, milestone. And then it came crushing down. So, you know, thank God. I mean, I, I feel like I have a natural knack for business. Sometimes you just know what you're good at. And so I definitely reached deep inside of me and said, how am I going to keep a connection with my clients when nothing I can do for them is physical anymore? I can't see them. I can't hug them. I can't uh, even talk to them about their problems or their brows. We decided to take everything to the internet. So nowadays, you know, it's not my natural inclination. I'm not very tech savvy. I always say that, but the world is all about content. And I started creating content. We started doing videos on Instagram, which are totally out of my comfort zone. We started to do virtual consultations where people can be guided through um, tweezing and trimming their brows themselves or any other upkeep. We even can do videos for bikini. I've told my clients they're super comfortable with me. Um, and we started an online shop. We learned a lot about e-commerce. And I started to sell candles and self-care online for all my clients to feel a little bit of normalcy, a little bit of touch, a little bit of love and in these difficult times yeah it's it was unbelievable and I think that it gave different opportunities for people like me who not only wanted to support you but also find ways to like you know what instead of buying a candle or something like that on Amazon I could just buy it from Aisha and I'd be supporting her business supporting a business that she sees of quality and it's just like an easy slight pivot and I think that for those little things that help you get through, like those self-care moments, those moments right. you reflect, it, it does give a peace of mind to know that you can also be helping a female-owned business, a minority-owned business. So it's it's incredible that you you managed to find the strength in that moment to pivot, but also these virtual consultations. I mean, you are completely putting yourself on just like a trust fall with your clients because like you've been taking pictures, you like show the map, I mean, and you're like, this is what you do. And it shows like a generosity of spirit for people who provide service because everybody from you to different yoga instructors are just giving of themselves right now, hoping that at some point 
people can provide back for them. So kudos to you. Absolutely. And to your point, I think, you know, if we start viewing our small businesses as family, what you take away from that is that these people invest in you all the time. They are the reason you are able to quit your job. They are the reason you are able to create studio space, whatever accommodations that you're trying to do. So why not now give back wholeheartedly because they're in need of you more than ever and you need them too. So it's a give and take. Um, And the one thing that drove us to not um, take a lot of donations and things like that, we do have some people who definitely were like, no, hard no, we're going to donate. But it was very tough for me because I did not want to take money from people. And this sounds kind of silly even, but I really didn't want to take money from people without providing something because that's what I do. So I was like, we have to sell product or you have to take something from me in order of this exchange to happen. I don't just want um, just your kind donations because I feel like there's so many other places that could probably benefit from them more than I can. I will, you know, try to survive this the best I can, but I knew my position and I didn't want to abuse it. So I was like, let's do an exchange of service virtually or let's do an exchange of product you know advice whatever you need to do but not just you know yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. that speaks also to the fact that you are a mother and a carer in general and like knowing that you can you can give and like the things you receive back like they are for the greater foundation of your entire company and I mean I would rather there's so many companies that I have begun to write off for their like lack of tact or just you know trying to take advantage of people in this moment and I think that you're definitely on that other list of people who are sensitive to the the certain tone that should be taken and yeah not everybody has the money to give but people that are willing to give or know that they would have anyway you know like people are asking how can they help like restaurants well buy gift cards that you can use later because you'll use them later um, it's like a down payment and, you know, it's great that you're continuing to do that. Do you have any, um, tips or tricks that people can do to like maintain their brows or like use this brow opportunity? Absolutely. I, that's exactly what it is. You said it, it's a brow opportunity. And many, many of my clients that I service are people who have suffered botched jobs in the past. I am actually very good at reconstructing an eyebrow. So what I'm telling people is is that in a way you've hit gold. You're home. No one's seeing you. You can hide. So number one, I'll say castor oil it up every night. You want to do castor oil. We sell very good quality castor oil on our website, browbandit.com, as you know. And um, you know, number two, be gentle with your brows. Don't over makeup them. Don't get, let them have a breather. It's the perfect time to, no one's judging you. Um, and number three, if you do have meetings that you cannot get out of, because I know a lot of people are in competitive fields where they have to show their face on camera multiple times a day, um, as you know, because you're <laughs> in a, uh, so, you know, I say, shoot me a FaceTime, let's do a Zoom, and I will show you how to cover it with the proper makeup so you can actually look like your brows are done. There are tricks and things like that that you can um, use to make the best out of your brows right now. And, you know, I have a background in makeup as well because I was a makeup artist for 10 years, so it helps. (laughs) You sell, and uh, I'm going to link everything that she's describing, her profile, her website, and some of the products that you have, like I, I, got, I mentioned earlier, I didn't know how to support you, so I bought some candles because it's just right. this little thing that, yeah, I could just 
go to around the corner to Dwayne Reed and wait in line or, or buy on Amazon and you know that's questionable so I was like how do I support how do I support someone and it's like okay and no every time I light it it's like this moment for me to reflect on the day think have this wonderful smell and uh says so you've got candles you've got now you have masks even yeah so we are trying to be um very responsible with what we keep at our shop. I handpick everything and that's the difference between you going to a candle store or shopping with someone who, someone who has a boutique or yeah. a smaller you know, store. So I actually test all the candles. I make sure I'm bringing in scents that, that people can relax with or I feel like they can connect to. Uh, that's really personal, right? So people enjoy that because they miss me too. And they think, oh, Aisha picked it, so it must be, you know. And then we have our classic candle, the charcoal rose, which we reminds you literally of being in our physical space because it's always burning there so a lot of people have felt that comfort at home um and then we started to keep some self-care items because this is a time that we need to love ourselves the most and so we do started doing sheet masks for your face we started doing physical masks mixing masks masks and we did um the one thing I realized was a lot of clients were complaining about not being able to find sanitizer or fashionable masks. Uh, a lot of people were saying that their hands and feet are getting so dry because they're not getting to get to their normal, you know, nail salons. So I started keeping hand, nail and foot masks as well. And those just sell out because everyone's kind of making spot home. Yeah. Um, you know, so we're just trying to go with the needs and the flow, not overstock because we're so small. Uh, and my house is a warehouse right now because, <laughs> well, my one bedroom apartment, I should say, is a warehouse right now. So um, we're packing orders from here super responsibly, but we wanted to just go with the flow and provide what's needed um, and wanted. And I think a lot of people trust my aesthetic judgment in many ways. So they've been enjoying, you know, the different kinds of funky masks we're carrying. And it's just giving them a feeling of, again, supporting us, um, being present, being responsible as clients, and for us to get the opportunity to connect with them through product. Yeah. And um, one, of the, one of the things that you have, you have a lot of stuff from the brand Coco Kind. Just like yes. all natural, like turmeric sticks and matcha and everything. And that's, it's just like, it's, it's definitely something that I think in a, in a world where so many things seem to be going wrong, it, it is important as cheesy as it sounds to find moments of like revenue, like light, like self-care moments, because I think that if you really do love yourself and if you really do find ways to maintain and take care of your, even if it's just your physical body, it how can you put anything bad out there? And I think that agitation can come from not taking care of yourself. Absolutely. I mean, every single step of the day has become harder ever since we've been on lockdown, right? So you go to the store, now you're worried about, God forbid, catching the virus, then you're disinfecting your groceries. It's just so much on everyone's psyche. And I feel like if we can provide these kind you know, careful moments for people where they're like, oh, let me just put that sheet mask on my face. I feel so much less stressed about my skin. Or, you know, if they're feeling anxious, they can burn a candle that makes them feel calmer. Or maybe they can take a salt soak, right, in their bathtub and just enjoy that New York City moment and pretend they're somewhere else, right? It, it To me, it's such a connection. I think about every single thing. Um, and I know that it must seem impossible to people that I do that, but I literally 
don't sleep. Like I, I will handpick stuff just because I know the feeling it gives me and I want that feeling to be replicated for someone else that I care about. And I feel like when you put that much love surrounding anything, people don't even see a product anymore. They feel like they're getting this morsel of you in the mail. You know, so I've had clients email me and say, Aisha, when I got your package, I just looked at it and I like wanted to hug it, but I knew I had to like spray it first, you know, and, and that makes me feel so happy because I miss them too. So I feel honored and I feel lucky to get a payment out of it, but I feel honored to just even pack. I get so excited when I see a new order in my inbox. I'm like, oh my God, I get to pack this for Asta. You know, it's such a good moment. My husband sees me. He's like, you're the best you are the whole day when you're packing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's because I think in these in these times, like, we all feel helpless because we can't help. And we all um, seek to find, like, our roles. And I actually had a friend of mine who was a guest, Amanda Kusek, who sent, showed me this graphic. And it was like, you know, in times of crisis, it's good to look at this graphic um, that, that says, like, the healers, the storytellers, you know, the frontliners, et cetera, et cetera. And, like to assess each role in a crisis and to go like, okay, this is my role and reflect on that role. And I think that for people like me and people like you, we try to be the healers, the storytellers, the frontliners. We try so much to do it all. And, and sometimes the people who seem the most positive are the ones that are working the hardest not to show how much it hurts that we can't do more. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Aisha, you, you have a, a signature touch with your clients. I, I, you're probably the only person that I've had touch my brows that I was like, oh, this is how it's supposed to be done. I was having it so thin and they're, they're the open um, frames to my eyes, which are the windows to the soul, which are the way you express yourself. And it's so important that people recognize those little ways that people like you brighten the day and I mean, make what seems mundane or, or maintenance feel like soul awakening. So, you know, well, I mean, you know, if someone's trusting you with their face, which is the window to who they are, right. That's the first thing you see and you're just being careless with it. You know, that's very callous. I feel like people trust people and so many times they get disappointed, especially with brows. It's the one thing you can change or better without any like filler or like surgery, right? Like it, it, it's just this one feature that you can actually just have an imagination and do what the person wants and hopefully get them to a place where, you know, and it, I just can't be careless with that. It's such a huge task. I like worship brows. Like I can't just sit there and take it away from you and cause you that kind of distress so I'm very careful with how I work and I want to create that awareness for other artists out in the industry because this is someone's face this is someone's paycheck um this is someone's you don't know what their face means to them this is someone's insecurity maybe and just be a little bit more careful and fragile with that you know put a fragile sticker on it you can't just go and just hack it all off and take away what they've been working with or working for so I try to you know put myself in your shoes because if someone went crazy on my brows I would (laughs) be devastated and and another thing that you've been really good at and you can speak to like specific uh, instances is you're really good at um, being sharing of yourself and your knowledge in this industry but also sharing of other women entrepreneurs that you think people should support um 
I know that you've spoken to me at length about the people at fur for oil and like, and just, it, do you want to speak to like, just how, how help, like putting a platform for other women, there's plenty of space for all of us. And I, I think you understand that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, when you find a diamond, it doesn't mean the, the diamond next to it is going to be any less valuable. So I just think that a lot of communities of women sometimes have an idea, like a beautiful idea that they're going to do this like togetherness movement, or they're going to fully support women. And I, I say this often, you still don't feel that full support there's still something missing so I try to find and I don't even really know what it is but I try to create a space even when they come to the studio I've had people just exchange cards just sitting there and I'm so happy when stuff like that happens like I've even thought about having a community wall because I think that if we all just share and make a safe space not only for hair removal but for relationships to form completely platonically um we can only benefit I mean my um, friendship with uh, the owners of fur has been, you know, going on for years because she was one of them was actually my client for like a decade. She followed me and has always supported me, no matter what you know circumstance. I've done her brows in places like her house, like she's come to my house in Queens. Like she's such a supportive person, and why not, right? Like the day that I got the opportunity to have retail, I was like almost scared to ask because they're like getting so big and amazing and I'm like can I carry and they're like of course you can and they're so inclusive they actually told me that we don't have minimums a lot of people don't know this about them a lot of wholesale place you know when you're wholesaling a big order or wholesaling an order for your boutique or anything there are huge minimums with certain companies and they're pretty you know decently sized and they were like we don't have minimums for this reason we want people like you to be able to sell and talk about the product because you actually believe in it and you use it. You're not like just a big corporation who's going to just stack it on their shelf. And I was like, that is so thoughtful. Like I love them because of what they stand for too. And they have amazing products. So I just, I try to learn from people like this. I try to keep people like of this caliber in my circle because I don't want to be surrounded by anyone who is not supportive of a small brand. I just think that we have come too far to ever think that one brand can outshine the other and um, together we're more powerful. Yes. And on that note, I want to ask, um, I ask all my guests, do you have a message for the universe that you'd like to share today? So, you know, I thought about this question a little bit because I had the opportunity of getting this from you before. And I just, at first I was like, you know what? I want you to like shout from the skies that, you know, um, you know, for New York to open or, you know, but I changed my mind right before we started. And I said to myself, you know, in light of current events, I don't want to make this heavy, but we need to stop killing each other. Um, we need to stop instigating violence. And I think we need to all let every person of color and any person of not white, black, any race, we just need to come together. And I know that sounds cliche, but we are not together. We need to come together and fight this together because today it's you, tomorrow it's me. When is it going to stop? So stop killing each other. Stop fighting each other. Let's fight together. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there are ways that you can fight with love. There are ways that you Absolutely. can confront people by just not allowing things to slide because the little things become big things. And those big things create an effect that put us in the situation that we're in. And, you know, I, I'm with you on that because I feel like a lot of what's going on right now is 
a lot of new, newly enraged people or newly awakened people to something that has been systemic and that has been going on for a long time. And I, I do hope that we all realize our, we are together and there are things that we can do. So. And if you're new to understanding the systematic problem, yeah. be kind and be careful. Don't be haste with your protest style. Be kind and careful and learn and take your time because you never want to cause more damage by protest than good. So, you know. 100% Aisha. Thank you so much for being part of the good in the world and being such a, a wonderful human being. And, you know, these brows miss you. <laughs> I miss you. I miss your brows. And thank you so much for having me. Of course. Thank you. We need to stop killing each other. Let's fight this together.